Hello, everyone. This is Juliette Hahn. Welcome to Your Next Stop. You know I say every time, and it's no different, I'm so excited about my next guest. Now, this is one because I, I always tell my guest where I meet my, you know, I mean, always tell my listeners where I meet my guest. And this was an Instagram. I actually found them and then became obsessed and then started learning a little bit more about my guest, who is Anna Lozano. How are you? Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm wonderful. <laughs> Welcome to Your Next Stop. This is Juliet Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to Your Next Stop. I'm I'm so excited. And I, you know what the things I love and I, as I started doing a little research on you, because my listeners know, I don't like to know too much because I love to hear the story unfold. That's where like my curiosity comes in. That's when I like really get fired up. So I started like reading a little and then I was like, nope, I'm just going to, I'm going to let Anna like lay it out. And then I'm going to talk about it because you are multidimensional. I mean, you have your hands in a lot of different things, which I am so excited. So welcome to your next stop. Yay. Well, thank you for having me. I am so multidimensional. I feel like all of us are, but it's embodying it and not creating a story around it. And it's like, Hey, I love to do a lot of things at once. And that is totally okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Cause I'm, I, I'm, I am the same way. So please, I would love for you to jump. This is what I love for my listeners to get a little sense of just a little bit of back your background, like where you grew up kind of, uh, you know, that if, if you went to university, like what you studied, and then kind of jump into what you're doing now. For sure, for sure. So <clears throat> we immigrated to Canada when I was six years old from Poland. And uh, I was raised in your traditional immigrant family where you got to work hard, you know, to quote unquote, accomplish and become successful. So that was really programmed and ingrained in me as I was growing up. And so that's what I did. I studied hard. I went to um, one of the top universities in Canada called the Richard Ivey School of Business and embarked on my corporate sales and marketing career right after graduation. as And as I entered the corporate world, I was like, holy bananas, this is not for me. I was like, this person's going to be telling me what to do every single day. Like, that's just not going to work for me. I've always been this kind of rebel. Um, and so I started to really look at, okay, what can I do? I remember when I was, I think like 12 years old, I picked up Richard Branson's um, autobiography. And that to me was like, oh my goodness, you can create your own story. You can create businesses. You know, that's not my upbringing. That's not what I was exposed to. That's not what I had evidence of. And so I always had this entrepreneurial, I guess, you know, in my mind, like the idea of it in my mind, in, in the back of my mind. And so I really just asked universe, I'm like, what am I meant to do? Like what I'm only two years into this career and I dread Sundays, you know, I dread Mondays on Sundays, I wake up and I'm just miserable. And it just gave me the, all the feels of not wanting to be in that position. And so, um, within a few weeks, I was introduced to the world of network marketing. 
And at the time, I did not know anything about the industry, you know, all the quote unquote stigma that the industry has. I just was never exposed to it because I was so focused on my corporate career and climbing the corporate ladder. So when I was introduced to network marketing, I was like, wow, so you're telling me you're going to be my coach. You're going to teach me the system. I can take the system, run with it and create a successful business. I mean, that sounds like a no brainer. So I said, yes, in 2010, within four and a half years, I was at the top of the company and I retired my corporate career. I like to call it retired. I quit, um, you know, a year after starting my network marketing business. So that to me was my own evidence that I'm a good entrepreneur. I take a system, I apply it. I'm persistent. I'm consistent. I create strategies around it and boom, I can have a successful business. So that really allowed me to create a lot of wealth, create communities, um, and have fun with building a business. Then um, within, I would say, a year and a half, I became pregnant. And then in 2016, had my first daughter. So the interesting thing with network marketing is it's a huge gateway into personal development. So that's really the first thing that I did in 2010 when I started my, my network marketing business is dove into personal development, dove into my mindset around, you know, entrepreneurship versus employee, um, belief in self, belief around money, all of these, you know, rewiring of the brain started to happen early on in my career. And so when I had kids, I had already been so when I had my first daughter, I had already been in the personal development world for six years. And so when I came together with my business partner, of Love Powered Co., we had both done the work around affirmations and mindfulness and, you know, subconscious reprogramming and recoding. And so we looked at one day we we're sitting in my basement and we looked at our kids and we said, wow, these perfect, perfect, clean slate, little humans. What if they were raised on the foundation of affirmations, mindfulness, gratitude, kindness, connection, confidence, and all of these wonderful things. And we're like, whoa, we might have something here. So that was 2016. My daughter was eight months old. We started Googling and researching and, you know, what we envisioned in our mind, affirmations that were as beautiful as they are meaningful did not exist in 2016. So we said, well, heck, we've been in this world. We're moms. Like, let's do it. Let's create this product-based business. So we got to work. And within nine months, so like a full-term pregnancy, we launched Love Powered Code to the World via Kickstarter. So it has now been um, four and a half years. We've had some incredible collaborations. We've created other products. We have some incredible uh, retail partners. We predominantly are an e-commerce-based business. And uh, with a huge market opportunity in the States, let me say that. Um, So that's where we are today. And now throughout this process, um, I started getting a lot of requests for coaching. Like, do you do any business coaching? Do you coach female founders? And at the time, I hadn't. But it just felt like the next perfect stepping stone for me and my own career. So I dove into that in September. So it's been, yeah, like half a year. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's a couple of things that I love that you said. And it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing because this is what stories connect people. Stories are what make people want to listen more. And uh, so I always ask people what their you know upbringing was, especially in this, you know, my 
my podcast really talks to mostly entrepreneurs, not always, because it's about people that followed a passion and turned it into a business. So it's not always that, you know, some people have followed a passion and really, you know, work for a corporation, but that's what they love. That's what they were meant to do. And as you said, the universe, you know, I, whether I always say, whether you believe in God or the universe, it is really, we all have a path. We just need to listen. And the fact that you went into corporate and you got that feeling, so many people stay with that feeling because they don't have, whether it's the balls, whether it's just like they, they feel, I always say, we're not, we're not trees. We don't need to stay where we are. You can, you can do other things. So I love that you said that, but the thing that really stuck out in my brain was you read a Richard Branson book when you were 12. And I love that. I love him because he's dyslexic. So, um, we were just talking, I was, uh, you guys know how I pronounce everyone's name wrong. So I was practicing Anna's name. And I, when I first, I had practiced it and then I said it and I put like five syllables in, cause you guys know, I always do that. And then I started laughing. I was like, wait, no, I got this. Cause I said it. And it literally is spelled the way it sounds like, I mean, literally you just break it down to two things. So when you said Richard Branson, that like gave me like the chills because I love that so much. So it wasn't, and this is what I want my listeners to hear, because a lot of times I will have guests on that their parents, you know, had an entrepreneurial spirit or not just their parents. Maybe it was a neighbor and I always go back to this one episode that's been recent and I have to like share this with the, with this woman that, because she was like, no, I was in corporate, you know, I worked for fortune 500 there. It's just, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I said, well, why do you, you know, and she said, I don't know. I just always did. So then we started talking. Her dad was a professor, but there was a period of her time when she was a child that he owned a store. And she remembers the happiness of that. So she was always chasing that feeling that she got. And so it was really cool for us to talk about that. And she was like, oh my gosh, that is actually what, like, I, this is so cool. So that's what I always love to do those little connections because it's little memories that we all have. And that's what I want my listeners to do. I really talk to them about daydreaming and thinking back. And, you know, not all of us had had wonderful childhood. Some of us have trauma and, but sometimes those, those pieces, you have to remember the little things. And sometimes those little things are so non-significant you think, but they actually are not. They're what God or the universe has put in there to kind of help pave your way. And not all of us hear it or see it or pick up on it. Some of us, you know, do it at a different time. So I love that you said that because I wanted to scream because I was like, yes, that was the moment. That was what you saw that wanted you. You were like, I love that. I want to be able to create something in my own mind and make it. It was evidence because I didn't have evidence anywhere else in my life when it came to, you know, creating your own economy, you know, building business. And um, I think that for me was like, wow, like he's amazing. Like I hope to meet him one day because the empires that he's built and, you know, he has so much fun and I feel like fun and pleasure and joy and giving back and service is, you know, clearly his core priorities, but this guy has a lot of fun building businesses, which we all (laughs) need to embody even more. We do. And you know, the thing is about like going back to his story, because as I said, I'm dyslexic. So he's one and my oldest son is dyslexic. My dad, my sister, we're a long line of dyslexia and we're all very successful. But when you have dyslexia, you think a little different. And so it's really cool for me to go back. But when he talks about his childhood in school, it's harsh. Like, I mean, cause it was like when my, you know, he's a, he's, my dad's a little older. I mean, the stories my dad talks about and the fact that my dad's still a confident man, you know, I had some support. My son has so much support. Not that it makes it any, you know, it does make school a little bit easier, but still people don't understand. People don't understand when, when they don't, you know, when they've never struggled or they don't understand that school can't be easy for everyone. And sometimes you're like, are, are you kidding? We're like, you know, and 
2022. Not a, like we talk about this all the time. So what was and network marketing does get a bad rap. I was actually in it for a little bit. And so I love that you said that that's when I started my career after my kids, my kids were a little older and I fell into network marketing and, um, and then started doing coaching. But then I did like, uh, I did fitness classes and started really going into that realm. But it is a stepping stone for many people because it is one of those things. Um, and so network marketing, when people say, give it the bad, you know, rap, there's so much good. And the personal development that you talk about, that is what actually helped me build this business because I had that foundation. I had that coaching mentality because of the network marketing. So I love that you said that. Do, can you share, are you still w- with network marketing? Same company, receive a check every Friday. You know, I'm not as actively building it, but it's a 12 year, very important you know, part of our, our family's income and, and our family's wealth. So, so grateful. And, you know, there's always dangling, dangling things and, you know, other opportunities. But for me, it was, I just had so much gratitude for this industry and also the mindset around it, right? Like I treated it like a business from day one. So it wasn't like, it wasn't a side hustle for me. Like I started and I had the intention of leaving corporate. And so I treated it like a business and this is why I was able to grow so quickly. And so I think, you know, there's a lot of mindset shifts that need to happen in in the industry for people. But if you treat it like a business, I mean, the world's your oyster. So I think that deep gratitude for this opportunity has led me to have this sustainable business that still pays me every Friday because that's the foundation of it. I mean, I don't know if I would be here with my other businesses and everything else that I'm doing if I stayed in corporate, right? Like who knows where I would have been. Right. And that's what's so fun to think about. So also you're an investor. So that's where I actually found you at first because you you drink like p- light pink, right? It was something I remember seeing something around there and I was like, wait a second, I need to know more about that. So that's where on Instagram. And I think it was, I don't know if it was an ad or someone tagged someone. So can you tell us a little bit about that side of your world? Oh, I love that. I actually forgot about that side of my world when I was introducing myself. So, and it's fascinating because so Lori Harder is the founder of Drink Light Pink and uh, Lori Harder, for anyone who knows, has also started in network marketing. So, you know, her career has evolved over the years, Darren Hardy. I mean, there's so many names of individuals who've started in network marketing and built other empires. So Lori Harder, I mean, I've known her for over a decade through Love Powered Co. We did some gifting. We, we did some collaboration, supported some of her incredible events. And, um, and then I saw that she was launching, you know, this company that was going to be all female founded. So female owned and female founded. And I was like, sign me up. So that's <laughs> kind of where you got to be prepared for opportunities. Right. And, and people yesterday I was asked, you know, are you, do you take risks? Like is uncertainty and risk something that you're comfortable with? I'm like, no, but like, is anyone really comfortable with it? No, like everything is a decision. And for me, I really follow number one, my intuition, but number two, also the feels in my body. Like if something's out of alignment, I feel it. I automatically get chest pressure and trust me, I've taken decisions when I was out of alignment and guess what? They always result to an outcome that I would not have chosen if I actually followed the feels. So when this opportunity came, I was like, heck yeah, an opportunity to be a founding partner of Lori Harder's company, like sign me up, I'll figure it out. Right. So these, if we're ready, if we're open, if we're asking opportunities are constantly coming to us, our downloads, our intuition is always speaking to us, but are we listening? And then are we taking the inspired action with it? 
Because, you know, some people get great ideas, but they never, never take act action. on it, right? So it comes together. Like I talk about law of attraction a lot, but it is paired with intentional action. Like I, it's really that masculine feminine energy that I, that I like to call it and embody. This episode is brought to you by Together Women Rise. Together Women Rise is dedicated to ensuring that every woman and girl has the opportunity to live freely, pursue her dreams, and reach her full potential. They are a powerful community of women and allies engaged in learning, giving, and community building. Please visit Together Women Rise at togetherwomenrise.org to learn more and to join them. No, so true. And this is what, I mean, this is why I love that. Like literally all my listeners are going to be laughing because they're going to be like, this sounds just like what Juliet talks about every, every day on her podcast, because what it is really is, um, I, as I said, I all believe that we all have a path, but we all don't listen. And so that's where I always say it's so important, you know, being, having that network marketing background, even, you know, I had it for a, for a short time as well. You know, they always talk about meditate, meditate, and it would be really funny, like your affirmations. Now I'm dyslexic. So writing affirmations for me is torture. So I remember like going to do it and I was like, no, I hate this. And it was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, I have affirmations they are in my head or I can, I speak them. Like I say them. And I think that we also need to teach that there's different ways to do affirmations. They're not just one way and there's different ways to meditate. But when you're doing these things, you're growing as a human, you're growing as a person. So for me, I da- like daydreaming is something I talk about all the time. I talk about it to my clients. I talk about it on my podcast and it is not a negative thing. When we daydream, dream the life that we want things happen. And if you, you know, take away all like the money where you live, your circumstances, all of it, but you dream what you really want in life, you start creating it. And then when you start creating it, you start hearing things and people start getting in your path. And so it's really cool. You know, my listeners know one of my segments is called YNS live. And, um, and that's your next stop live with NFL threads. Now NFL threads founder, Cynthia Zordage was in the NFL. Her husband was there for 12 years. I interviewed her when I first started my podcast, which was a passion project because I love telling stories. And it was like, I was a little antsy in my life. I needed something more. And I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. I didn't know how to do it, but I was like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to Google it. You know, I'm going to, I, I, I want to do this. I've been time and time again, I keep thinking like and hearing podcasts, podcasts. So Cynthia and I partnered and we interview NFL spouses. Cause when I interviewed her, I had so many questions for her. I was like, oh my gosh, like I've chosen to move. Right. And I've, you know, had the dentist and the doctors and your friends and all these different things that you have to think about, especially when you have a family. And then I really thought about it for a, an, a professional athlete's wife. What is that like? And then I was like, I need to know more. So we created a whole partnership and I was just in LA doing two of their events at the Super Bowl. So the week of the Super Bowl, people don't realize that these women have these amazing events. So Cynthia has a networking uh, where all the women and linked, basically NFL thread is like the LinkedIn for women of the NFL. So the spouses, so you leave the league, but you're still connected because maybe you're starting a business that can someone help someone in within. So it's keeping everyone together because it's a sisterhood. They all have very similar things that have happened to them within their, you know, because their husbands have been in that spotlight or, you know, if their husband was hurt and then all of a sudden their career's over, like think of the mindset that that has to take for the spouse to be able to be behind there. So I just became fascinated with this. So we, I just broadcasted live. I had my live, my podcast live at the, her networking event. And then at, on Friday, they, for 21 years, 
the off the field, which is the 5013C for the NFL, and people don't realize the spouses run it. They've been doing a fast they've been doing a fashion show in every city that the Super Bowl is and they raise money for charity and no one knows. I'm like, listen, we're huge football. No one knows. So I'm like, we have to, so I broadcasted live there too. And so it was huge, but all those experiences, because I listened to my gut, I, I talked to people, I put people in touch because networking is one of the things that I love. I love connecting people because we all can really help and uplift each other. And so what you just said there was so like, I just wanted to give a little, little snippet of that because it is so important to follow your gut, to follow those feelings. If you're feeling like something's not right and it's time and time again, not feeling right, you kind of get like a sour feeling. That's what I usually get like a sour feeling and I get a little anxiety and I'm like, yeah, gotta listen. It's time to listen. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I would love for you to talk a little bit more about your company and what you guys do and like what, you know, so what uh, also for my listeners, like what are some of the things that, um, you're so glad that you listen to your gut about like with it, with your business. Yeah. And it's interesting because I was on another podcast last week and she said, you know, what were those pain moments at the beginning? And I was like, well, if I'm going to be brutally honest, there were no pain points at the beginning because it was all momentum and adrenaline and excitement, you know, really like our pain points came, you know, two and a half years into our business when the pandemic hit. So it's like, everyone has a different journey. Everyone has a different experience, but I think, you know, foundationally, we all need to listen to those nudges because it's guiding us. It's our internal guidance system. It's our internal compass. And so I think for us, that's exactly what we've done done with this company is number one, we created a brand and a product that was for our sole client and our sole client was ourselves. We were looking for this product that did not exist on the marketplace. We wanted to have foundational tools that we could raise our kids on um, that would have a positive impact in their life. Meaning that when shit hits the fan because it will, they have tools that they can access. And so now my girls are three and a half and six, and I witness them using these tools. So for example, my little one comes with a lot of big emotions. And when she's going through her tantrum, I can literally see her breathing through it. And then she'll snap out of it at the other end. And so it's laying out these, again, tools that they can access as they're growing up, as they're facing decisions and experiences and things that come their way. So I feel like mission accomplished, like that's really what we wanted to do. And we said, if no one ever buys this product, we will have products for the rest of our life. And we're okay with that. You know, like that was our thing. And so, um, affirmations are positive statements that you repeat over and over again. And what's that, what that's doing is rewiring your brain. So, um, if you Google, if you, you know, research shows that you, we have between 50 to 90,000 thoughts a day. And what they say is 90% of those tend to be negative. I like to think my thoughts, 90% of them tend to be neutral. They're not positive. They're just neutral. They're thinking about yesterday. They're thinking about the to-do list. They're thinking what's up for dinner tonight, the weather, you know, what, whatever, like that's what's happening on autopilot behind the scenes. But if you're stuck in the negative train of thought, so, you know, 90% of your thoughts are negative. Well, guess what? You're just creating more of that into your life. You're attracting and manifesting more of that into your life. So with affirmations, I like to call it for adults, especially it's a thought interrupter. 
So for adults, let me just turn that off. So for adults, affirmations are thought interrupters. You have a negative thought, you bring awareness to a neutral thought, you can now layer it on, layer it, layer it on with a positive affirmation right? So you are recoding and reprogramming and rewiring and you're creating new belief systems, which lead to new habits, which lead to new actions. So that has a positive ripple effect in our life. So that's the intention of the affirmations for adults, for kids, you're building the foundation, as I've said several times. So now the programming is positive affirmations. You know, you're like, wow, mommy tells me I am courageous every single day. You know, they're clean slates. They start to believe it very quickly. Like in our home, there's no space for negative thoughts. Like we're not walking around complaining. And if they're complaining, they're bored. I'm interrupting that thought pattern because you know, boredom number one is okay, but use your creativity, use your imagination. If you're tired, go rest. But like, there's no, like, we don't entertain those negative or self-sabotaging or, you know, thoughts that really have no impact in our life. So, you know, I'm doing that for them, but they're also starting to practice what I've been teaching them since they were eight months old or since my little one was a baby. That totally does. And it's amazing. So tell people, and then I have a thousand thoughts, um, tell people where they can find you. Yeah. So lovepoweredco.com is the website. And then on Instagram, I'm underscore Anna Lozano and at lovepoweredco is um, our business IG. I love that. So it's so funny when you said, because I am, I was born a positive person. I mean, my mom says like, you know, I've always been positive, but I also think in my household, because I struggled in school also, we always looked at the strengths, right? Okay. These are the uh, difficulties. These are where you struggle, but look at all the really good things that you're good at. And I do that with, you know, ever since my son was little, I remember there was one time where, you know, he was having a tough time and he realized, okay, this is, you know, I was like, it was probably, I don't know, I think it was when he first got diagnosed because when he got diagnosed with dyslexia, he was like, ah, okay, there's a reason why I struggle in school. There's something behind it. But I remember him, I remember saying to him, listen, you could have like one leg, you could be blind and suck at school and be ugly and not also have no friends and have like a sucky personality. And he's like, oh, that's bad, mom. And I'm like, right. So think of all the things that you do have. Think about all the positive that you, and that was just an innate thing for me to do, but it's not for everyone. And you're right. So when you say you have a lot of neutral thoughts, I'm the same way. I'm always thinking, but I am not really a negative negative thinker. And every once in a while, of course, you know, when you're building a business, when you you're doing things, you know, right now, next year, my son's going to start looking at colleges and I'm like, Oh my God, have I not done enough? Like, have we not set him up to do, you know, we think those things, like sometimes it's like, I'm trying to build this. I'm also juggling, you know, teens, which is not easy. I'm, you know, this, my business is really blowing up now. I know this is a reason for it. God has done it. And that's what I always bring myself back to is okay what I cannot control, I need to push away because I can't let myself get too crazy about it. Now I'm human. So there's every once in a while I have to remind myself. And if I, if I start doing it, my husband usually will say, I think you need to go take the dogs for a walk, which always gets my head clear. So what I want the listeners to hear is everything that you just said, and also to find that space for them. They might be sitting there going, Oh, this is corny. This is ridiculous but it's not. If you look at everything out there, people that are successful are doing these different things. And it doesn't have to be the traditional way. It doesn't have to be you're meditating, you're doing affirmations the same way. Everyone needs to learn how they learn. And that's really important. It's also important when you're teaching your children, 
also to do it. It's, it doesn't, it's not black and white. There's a lot of gray area, but if you're practicing these things, your life is just going to get better. And it really is. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> so I love that. I'm, I was like totally laughing. Cause I'm like, I know the listeners right now are going, Oh my gosh, wait, I need, this is crazy because we literally sound alike. And I don't, I think it probably has definitely, you know, some of the network marketing, but I also think it's probably the way we were born and the way we were raised and the, the people who we are. Right. And I think you, you touched on something really important. Like this isn't a movement to just be like positive and raw, raw all the time. Like that's not <laughs> right. like, that's not what we're talking about here. Right. Like there is a difference with, so <laughs> you can't fake energy. Right. I think this is really important. So we're not saying like, go and just be like a cheerleader every single day. Like that's not what we're being called to do. Number one is we're called to do the deep internal work by bringing awareness to what's happening in our thoughts, what's happening, you know, with the words we speak and what's happening with our emotions. That's, that's what we're saying is bring awareness, analyze, are you where you want to be? If not, there needs to be some reprogramming that needs to happen. So if your thoughts, if we have that many of them, if we have 90,000 thoughts a day, like let's leverage them to create the life of our dreams. Now there's going to have to be a lot of work that comes into play because like you said at the beginning, some of us come with traumas. Some of us come with, you know, some deep programming when it comes to money or success and things that we need to recode. We are like computer systems, right? So that's what we're saying. And then from that energetic space, create, right? So we're not saying like, Oh, um, walk around the day, just you know, blue skies and butterflies. Like that's not reality. Right. But also when you're creating a business, you need to have those emotions in check, knowing that the law of attraction is, you know, now there's so much science around it. Our thoughts, our words, our emotions are magnetizing to us or repelling from us opportunities, people, experiences, right? So it's all energy. We're all energy. And so how are you going to use that to move your life forward in the most magical way? Now with kids, it's interesting because like I have the evidence and the proof. My first daughter started affirmations at eight months my next daughter was born with them. So when I was pregnant, I was reading affirmations to her, obviously using my tools. And the first words she spoke were actually positive affirmations. Like I have recordings of it. So, you know, there's no space for them to be like, oh, this is boring. I don't want to do it. They just do it. Same with vitamins. And I sell vitamins, by the way. I'm like, you're not going to negotiate the vitamins. The vitamins are part of what we do. So these are positive habits that in our life are not negotiable. We do affirmations and we take our vitamins, right? Amongst other things. And so, um, yeah, if there's resistance, I mean, talk to them about the benefits and the science of it. However, the information needs to land. But like I said, I think they're (laughs) non-negotiable. Right. And I think what, I love what you just said there because it's true. It's a real, real life. And this is, you know, there is science behind it, but it's also, we have experienced it right? So you've experienced this and that's what is so cool about this. And 
um, also like, you know, it is like, if you think about your kids and the different things, cause when you said the vitamins, it's so funny, my kids take vitamins every morning and it's just what they do. It's not, I don't fight about them. And I have teenagers and they fight about a lot of stuff, you know? So, but that's, that's normal. That's, vitamins aren't one of them, right? No, no, because totally, you know, I, you know, my daughter doesn't love breakfast. So there is a time, okay, well then you have to take your vitamins at lunch, you know, when you come home, cause I don't want you to get a sick stomach, you know? So there are things that you can do, but it is, you know, and this is what, again, my listeners hear often, but when I talk about that daydreaming space and, and really thinking about that, it is, you know, if they're listening right now, if you guys are listening and you're thinking, I don't even know where to start. It's just start writing down your thoughts, but like even the positive, the negatives, but changing those negative thoughts. And again, I don't write. So if, if writing is not, they know that I take my voice recorder or I use my notes in my phone. And so when I go to take my walks, if it is a time that I'm like, okay, this is my daydreaming time, but then I get crazy ideas. Like I built this company out of dreams, out of dreams that I would take walking my dog and being like, okay, well, I started this podcast. Let's see where, it could, where it's going to go. And I would walk and I would have a goofy smile on my face and I would be dreaming in my head. But all of those things, because I was allowing that. And, you know, I love what you said about the energy, because I'm sure you get it all the time. People say, I love your energy. I mean, that's one of the first things I noticed about you. People always notice about me as well. That's the first thing that I love your energy. How can I get it? I'm like, how can I get it? (laughs) You know, I'm like, well, you can work, you can work on it. But there's also people are sometimes just born, you know, with more energy than not. I don't drink coffee. I, I literally wake up and I am like this. And is it annoying to some? Yes. I have, again, three teenagers and my husband who don't have the same energy that I have. I know some of them will um, as they grow, but it is, it is funny. So it's, you have to think about how things work, but just sitting there thinking, I don't know what to do, or I feel like this is strange to me go with it. If it feels wrong, you need to then adjust it. So I I love everything you said. So please tell people again, where they can find you. And I know you and I can talk for like five hours. I do want to add two things. So for anyone who's like super analytical, you know, more science-based listening to what you're just saying. So to connect that to the daydreaming visualization is our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. That's why the daydreaming works because essentially we're implanting images of what we desire into our subconscious mind. And then that gets put into work. Okay. So then our reticular activating system says, okay, well, this is what she's daydreaming about. So I'm going to bring, I'm going to sift through all of the information that's out in the world and bring to her the people, the opportunities, the things she needs in order for this daydream to become a reality. So like, you get to choose. I mean, are you going to leverage these tools? Are you not right? Like we have chosen to, and we have evidence that it works. So that is what I wanted to say. And the other thing I want to add to start is like you mentioned awareness. So how we start this work is just bring awareness, bring awareness to how you're feeling, bring awareness to your thoughts, bring awareness to your words, whether you just notice it, that's the whole practice of mindfulness. I mean, the mindfulness industry has exploded over the last three years. That's the industry we're in. But it really is a pause into the present moment. The only way for us to bring awareness to and pay attention to what's happening is to be fully here, to be fully present. And that's all that meditation is. It's yes. just being here in the present moment, right? So there's a lot of buzzwords going around, but 
that's all. It's quite simple. The other thing that I would say, so awareness step number one, if you're looking to start number two is your environment, check your environment. What are you listening to? Who are you hanging out with? You know, how are you nourishing those 300 and trillion, 300 trillion cells in our body that we have, like start auditing. And it's okay to close doors on relationships. It's okay to say no to opportunities that aren't your soul fuel. It's okay to say no to clients that aren't your soul clients. Like this is your life and you have a choice. And so how do you want to live it? I will end it there. (laughs) Yeah. Mic drop. I love it. And I love it. And and no, that was amazing. So again, share where people can find you. And I mean, I I have a thousand things to add, but I'm not going to because it's literally like pretty much saying everything that you said in a different way. (laughs) (laughs) Underscore Anna Lozano on Instagram and at lovepoweredco on Instagram. And then our website is lovepoweredco.com. Oh my gosh. Anna, thank you so much for joining your next stop and sharing your story and your wisdom. It has been amazing. Thanks for having me. You guys, you know what to do, like share and review, but here's the thing. This is what I want you to do. You might be sitting there saying, Oh, I'm in a great space, but maybe your niece, your sister, there's someone in your life that needs to hear this. I want you to take this episode right now and send it to five of your friends because it is going to help someone. And that's what we need to do. More people need to help others. So please go like share review and get it out there. So we'll see you next week with another episode of your next stop. I hope you liked this episode of your next stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends and join in each week. 